Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have an extra special guest. You know him as a writer and director whose credits include Robot Chicken, Craig of the Creek, and the upcoming She-Hulk on Disney+. Plus. It's Cody Ziegler. Oh, thanks for having me. Uh, I like to think that I'm a special guest because I know absolutely nothing about basketball. So thanks for having me. <laughs> You're what you are one of the few guests that we've had that like don't care or follow basketball. But you know what? We're still gonna have a good time. That's not uh, a necessity you know, I'm looking forward on this to show. It. It's rarefied yeah. air over here being uninitiated into the, the art of basketball. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll explain everything. Not that there is anything to explain in in the show that we watched. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, and, uh, you know, even when we watch a basketball game, we very rarely talk about basketball, really. That's true. It's Mm. usually like... What is the mascot up to? And like... (laughs) (laughs) Now we're talking. Who's got the best shoes? Yeah, and like... And like, yeah... How shorts need to be shorter. I mean, I know that's one of your causes too. And we oh, want yeah. we want to get if you're you not on board. Thigh, what's the point? I need to see exactly. kneecaps. <laughs> exactly. Thank yeah. you. Um we are I mean, we're developing a new shirt around the very concept. So <laughs> that's <laughs> no, a I will say as a kid <laughs> as a kid when I watched basketball, I would only root for the team whose colors I like the the best. So I respect it. Yeah. That's a great way I, to I go, respect actually. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots of cute jerseys coming oh, out yeah. soon. So that's what I need. I'm all about the aesthetic, you know. <laughs> For real, you've you actually have posted some famous jumpsuit photos. Oh, thank you. Sweatsuit photos that <laughs> I mean, it's impressive. Uh, thank you. I spent way too much money on a bunch of different sweatsuits. I have some floral ones. I have some tiger ones. Uh, I really, I mean. It, I think when a lot of people get um, uh, money that they can actually spend on dumb shit, they buy like, I don't know, cars and stuff. I spend <laughs> my money on uh, <laughs> exact, uh, on uh, uh, really, really out there sweatsuits because it's really, I'm all about the athleisure. And like, um, yeah. as a fat guy, athleisure is killing the game right now. Like, they've done a lot for the fat guy culture. So, yeah. I got to respect my, my peoples. I mean, That's I think awesome. everybody in in these pandemic times right. is yeah. enjoying the athleisure. I think I think, yeah, that's all that's all the clothes that anyone is buying. I just got a package yesterday and there are three. Yeah, like this is part of it. Like it's just like a fuzzy sweater and fuzzy <laughs> pants. I'm like, I'm not who's wearing anything else right now. Yeah. I can't understand. I, that. I genuinely have not worn pants that required a belt since March 12th. As soon as I got home, I've been wearing nothing but drawstrings and gym shorts. You, you threw, threw the belt. your jeans oh, out yeah. the window. Never again will I be held down by the the by big big denim. I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm woke now. Like the allegory yeah. of the cave, I've seen the sun. No longer do I serve my shadows. I mean, why wow. can't this just be like what life is like? You know, we just are all comfortable <laughs> at all times. Yeah. What's the what, point? Is that wild? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, we could, we can only dream <laughs> to be in sweats forever. Yeah. Well, it's going to be um, a while. So, so we can, we still got many months to go. <laughs> you, speaking of the pandemic, what shows have you been watching? Like, what have you, what have really like kept you going during this oh, pandemic? Boy. The pandemic has been great for <laughs> my uh, digital content intake. Uh, oh, I've leaned full force into HBO Go. I'm not sponsored by the, or HBO Max. I am not yeah. sponsored by them, but I do enjoy the content. I just finished 
uh, Succession. Um, and it's a show that I really enjoyed. It's really, really, it can be really, really funny at times. Some, some great acting, but Hell I yeah. hate every single character on the show. I think they should all be <laughs> forced into the guillotine. Um, I cannot I think stand there. You're their... supposed to hate them, right? That's the whole yeah. point. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> Yeah, you're supposed to hate them, and they do a great job. I want them all to face the Gala team because they're all evil capitalists. But it's a great show, and I'm going to be back for season three. So I've been we doing that. We all are, I, baby. Uh, I heard that they're filming already, <laughs> and I'm so excited. Yeah. I was like, this is the only joy I've had for so long. <laughs> you know, I, felt, I that... felt so bad. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're saying? good. No, I, I was going to say, I, feel, I, I was really rooting for Cousin Greg in the season one. And my heart was broken when I found out that he also was an evil man by the end of season two. So Across only, the board. They're all bad. I know. <laughs> I was like, what, what is season three even going to hold for me? I feel like my allegiance also keeps switching where I'm like, you yeah, know. Who are you backing? And, well, and right now, no one. But like <laughs> episode I mean, I by like, episode. I like Roman. Um, I mean, he's horrible, yeah. but he's my favorite character. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I had the most fun watching him be chaotic in a scene. Yeah. We, uh, on Thanksgiving, were talking about Roman and Kieran Culkin. And we were <laughs> we found out he was, or like, I guess Agata knew that he was in all that. Or she's, like, we realized it. She's oh, all really? that. Not all that. Yeah. <laughs> the Nickelodeon <laughs> show. Not all that. Not oh, all okay. That. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. That, all right. She's all that. She's all that. Yeah. The teen rom-com. Or, and yeah. so we watched it on Thanksgiving, and yeah. he's great in it. He's the he's the annoying little brother in that movie. Um, for anyone who's seen it or hasn't seen it, that's fine. I only I only remember him from um, Scott Pilgrim. Like that's the other movie oh, yeah. that I oh, point right. to him being in and be like, oh, he he was a really good best friend. Yeah, but he was also in Home Alone. I mean, he's in like oh, was he's, he? He's been acting since he was like a tiny kid. Oh wow. Yeah, I so, guess now he's got all the spotlight in the the Macaulay the, in the Culkin family, the Culkin clan. Yeah, whatever happened to Rory Culkin? <laughs> oh, actually, I googled a picture of him. He's got a nice head of hair. Uh, <gasps> Rory Culkin, that is. There's Kieran Culkin. Oh wow, Gabe oh, is showing it. us. <laughs> is that in from Home Alone? <laughs> oh, that's really cute. Actually, <laughs> he's very. I think he suspenders. plays Macaulay's little brother. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Got some nice. Nasty- <laughs> Honestly, this fit that he's got with the glasses and the suspenders. This was killed. If he was right now, if he was like 22 in Silver Lake, he'd be killing the game right now. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> you know? It's true. This is the Drip King over here. Look at him. You stay in Drip King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I agree. HBO Max. It's yeah. like... Um, I'm into it too. They have so much good stuff to watch. Yeah. Their interface is infuriating. Yeah, it's trash. Um, it's bad. They yeah. need to get some engineers in there to tinker with that. But <laughs> so much so many good movies, so many good TV shows. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I uh I also have been watching uh The Mandalorian. Uh, I am oh. a Mandalorian stand. I'm here for Baby Yoda, um, aka Yodito. That's what me and the homies call him. Uh, <laughs> and every I tune it's 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 crazy that I spend what is it eight bucks a month whatever it is on Disney Plus like I spend eight bucks a month just to see a Baby Yoda coup <laughs> maybe five times throughout a forty minute episode and I love and it's worth every penny it brings same. me you so could much just joy. Look at a picture of him, you know, and that's no, free. Like, it's no, not the same. It needs to be live action. I need to see it movement. I need you got to watch him eating fish eggs and stuff. Yeah, I got to <laughs> watch him eggs. eating everything. He's so damn cute. I um, haven't I'm seen the same. any of it. I haven't seen a, oh. any of it. It's so good. It's like it's. It reminds me 
Well, when I was a kid, like we would watch like, you know, we, I was like into lone wolf and cub and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And it reminds me of that, but it's also kind of like a Western in a weird way. It's like, it's so good and so well-written and it's beautiful. Also, it it looks great. It's just easy to watch because there's really usually no more than like four characters per episode. So like, your attention span can't get distracted by like trying to remember a bunch of weird Star Wars names like Gar Black Thogion or whatever. You're like, all right, there's there's the Mando. <laughs> that there's is my Baby problem Yoda, like- with Star Wars. I'm like, I don't know who <laughs> yeah. all these people are. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to know Gaunt Thriplock. Like, just give me like three people with like sort of regular regular space mm-hmm. names, and I'm set. Like, yeah, you don't have to like memorize a catalog of characters. It's it's uh, it's my it's my currently my favorite show. And I when I wake up on Fridays, it's literally the first thing I do. Like, I don't brush my teeth. I immediately get on Disney Plus and watch the Baby Yoda show. (laughs) I got to check it out. I don't have Disney Plus, though. I'll give you my login. Just for this, I will lend you my login. Yeah, (laughs) I need to watch it. You can can only watch this show. Nothing else on the login. Only this show. No, I'm going to watch Little Mermaid. I haven't watched anything else on (laughs) Disney Plus except for Hamilton. My mom was like, let's watch Hamilton. So I watched that. But that's the only thing I've watched on Disney Plus is Mandalorian. Uh, honestly, uh, me too. <laughs> and Gargoyles. That, those are the only two things I've ever watched on Disney+. Plus. But it's worth it. I can't think right. of what else would be appealing to me from Disney+. Plus. Probably nothing. Yeah, like I, I'm I'm not a huge like Disney stan. Like, yeah. I'm, I, like I, I'm never going to like rewatch, um, I don't know what, The Lion King. Like I'm never going to watch either version of The Lion King ever again. Well, maybe no, like... No, the, no offense to people that love them. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like the old like Disney Channel movies, I would watch those. Oh yeah. Like uh, oh, yeah. Oh, you Break. know what? <laughs> <laughs> I would watch Break. <laughs> yeah. I take it back. I wa- I had to watch Smart House for work. Yeah. Mm. And I watched that on Disney Plus. That one is Disney Channel iconic. Original Smart House. Oh, you know what? Iconic. You know, I'm glad I'm glad that Gabe brought this up because I did forget the Simpsons were on there. I do Ooh. watch the Simpsons a lot. Um so I, I'm uh, I'm a liar. You got me. Um, you know what? And I did watch Onward. So let's just we're <laughs> yeah. all liars. Forget yeah. it. Disney we Plus is not great. make definitive statements. Yeah, no like, more definitive statements. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I've been made. I am now uh, wiping the egg from my face. Yeah, can you just bleep this entire every moment before this, Gabe? Yeah. Uh, Next time I talk to you guys, I want you all to have watched more of this great National Geographic content. <laughs> it's very educational. <laughs> okay. Sure. They why did. Not? Um, I saw on Twitter yesterday that Anastasia was trending, and I was like, why am I trending? What did I do? <laughs> what did you do? Yeah. And it's because the movie Anastasia is on Disney Plus, which is weird because mm. it's not actually a Disney movie. It's a DreamWorks movie, I think. Ooh. But um, they have, they own it now. They own everything. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And so everyone was like, oh, I love Anastasia. What a great movie. And that movie, when it came out, I was a cool teen. (laughs) And everyone, Mm -hmm. when I introduced myself. You're still a cool teen to me. You're still a cool teen. (laughs) Oh, thank you. We see you riding around your motorcycle with your cigarettes (laughs) and like your sleeve rolled up. We get it. Thank you. That's the best compliment ever. (laughs) But people would always be like, oh, like the movie. And I hated it. I yeah. was like, I will never see this movie, and I still have it. I'm sure it's good, well, though. I'm proud of you sticking to your guns. We'll have to do an app on it. Yeah, let's watch it for Dunk Town. <laughs> I'm just angry the whole time. 
Uh, let's do it. Yeah. All right. So, Zig, you wanted to talk about NBA Jam. Uh, I was did. Was that part of your childhood? Uh, it was such a, a, a foundation of my childhood. Uh, I would play. So, I lived next door to uh, my cousin Donovan, and he had a Super Nintendo, and we would play NBA Jam constantly. Like, from like as soon as summer hit, we were, I'd be at his house at like 10 in the morning, and we'd play until it got dark. Like, we would constantly play. And the thing uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't also didn't really know much about basketball. Then like the only, I only really knew Chicago bulls because everyone knew who Chicago Bulls right. was. <laughs> yeah. And so like, I would either pick the Chicago bulls or I should, or I would pick the Toronto Raptors because I love dinosaurs. Like those are the only two teams <laughs> nice. that, that I would go through. And like, uh, they got this thing in the game where once you got to a certain point, like the points would stop at like 99. So like once we got to that point in the game, like we'd just be shooting and we couldn't get scores. So like, Everyone would. So there's a thing where, like, if you get like three baskets back to back, you become on fire. And the announcer's like, "There's on fire!" And basically, you just can't miss shots. And you can do like crazy dunks from like halfway across the court. And like, <laughs> once we hit halftime and we were at 99, we would just be doing that for the rest of the game. And like, that is like my. That's about as deep as I got into the any type of basketball. <laughs> and that's still like that's still like my first go to is like, is he going it from downtown or is he just doing a regular? you know <laughs> jump shot i need i need downtown like, where does downtown start like where's the line <laughs> yeah. of downtown? I, I think it's 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 got i think it's got the closest you can be from downtown has to be the three-pointer right like that has to I be guess. like is that I feel like that's pretty though? downtown or is it just what like from the know. logo yeah you oh, know yeah. what i'm gonna you know what i'm just making this rule up i'm gonna say from downtown has to be halfway between um the half court and the three the three-pointer mark so that 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 like halfway between that um has to be downtown in Cody Ziegler's playbook. Um, it's open to interpretation. Um, you know, there's not a dictatorship. Nothing's written in stone. Um, but for my money, that's where I think downtown starts. I think it starts at like fifth and Figueroa. <laughs> well, that's it's funny you mentioned that's actually closer to the foul line. Now I can whip out some maps and get into the nitty gritty, but I would hate to bore the listeners. <laughs> I don't even know if those intersect. I just picked two downtown sounding streets. <laughs> <laughs> would you say that's your intro to basketball is nba oh, jam yeah i played like i played basketball when i was in like fifth grade and um i was honestly trash I, my only attribute was i was just like the tall kid mm-hmm. so they would stick me under the basket as the center and they would be like all right just get five fouls and when you get five fouls you can go sit down on the bench and that's what I, that was my <laughs> game plan for every every basketball game i would stand and i i had i, I wear glasses and I had the, those big, thick, like sports goggles. So, yeah. like, I had these big ass sports goggles strapped. I was like five feet. All the other kids were like four feet. So I was just like this giant, awkward looking kid with like big, thick goggles on. And I would just like wave my arms out. Like, I'd do up and I would do down because that's what I would see on like the NBA highlight reels. I remember as a kid, like, the Sims would always have their hands up or at the sides. So, like, I like that learning was my... basketball from a highlight reel. <laughs> Yeah, like that was that was my move. So like I would just like flail my arms around and like I would like you know smack the balls out of kids' hands and get like fouls and then I would go sit on the bench. Like that was really my intro to basketball. And then of course you know I see NBA jams like oh one basketball king to another, one dribble king to another. I can relate to these gods. So that then I would that's how I got into NBA jams, and that's really where all my information for basketball henceforth has been derived from. Nice. I, I watched some YouTube videos that of NBA Jam because I've mm-hmm. never. I think I maybe played it in the arcade like once or twice, but I never mm-hmm. played it consistently. Mm-hmm. And 
So it's two on two, which is interesting. Yeah. It's two on two. Um, I would say I mean, I'm no computer expert, but I would assume it's because old consoles just would explode if you had more than four characters <laughs> on the screen. <laughs> like that's what I'm guessing. It's yeah, two probably. on two. It's super arcadey, super fast paced. And I remember as a kid, like you'd get like gaming magazines and the gaming magazines would have like cheat codes at the back of the book or whatever. Yeah. And we found some for NBA jams and for, I don't know why, but for some reason they would let you play as like Bill Clinton and Al Gore versus um, <laughs> <laughs> like HW Bush. It was the weirdest cheat code. Like you could play as these very bizarre. Yeah. Gabe, look it up. It's, it's insane. Like, you could play as like presidential candidates. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. Like, yeah. You could that play as Bill wild. Clinton for some, some weird reason. So like we would put in these cheat codes and it'd be like Bill Clinton dunking on Jordan. And like, that would just be like the game that we would play or like, we'd be like Al Gore, you know, running up on, uh, on Toddy Pippen. Uh, granted we had, like, we were like five. So we had no idea who Bill Clinton or Al Gore <laughs> were, but I just it was funny seeing these old white dudes, like do like somersault dunks <laughs> from half court. <laughs> wow that's you cool. didn't know that al gore was gonna invent the internet <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was wild <laughs> wow wow i want to play that version of it <laughs> yeah it, I, I highly recommend like my sister my my little sister has like one of those like uh, i guess retro nes's that they sell we can like it has like preload of like 20 games and that mm-hmm. was one of the games on there and I absolutely murked her uh, last time we played. So <laughs> if you're listening, Rihanna, I'm coming for you again. Don't, don't get cocky. Damn. All right. Wow. Well, <laughs> the, listen to Zig. I'm, I would be scared. <laughs> so much happens in a week. We can't possibly cover it all. So we wrap it up in a little segment called Previously on Basketball. Previously on Marvel's Agents of Basketball. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Gabe. The 2020-2021 NBA season is still due to start in two weeks for some reason. Russell Westbrook becomes a wizard in trade for John Wall. The New York Liberty draw the first pick in the WNBA draft for the second straight year. James Harden has lavish birthday gifts for rapper Lil Baby. LeBron and AD sign big contracts to remain with the Lakers. The NBA will forego marijuana testing for the upcoming season. Space Jam 2 will get a direct release on HBO Max along with WB's entire 2021 slate. Kelly Oubre Jr. gets engaged to his girlfriend, Instagram model, Shylin. Let's look at Kelly and his beautiful bride-to-be. Yeah, so much has happened since the last time we did one of these. (laughs) We got to watch his engagement video. Um... I do want to state for the record, when I heard that Kelly Oubre got engaged, I was heartbroken. Uh, <laughs> it hurt me <laughs> deeply. But then I was like, he, we don't know each other. You know, it's a one-way street. There's still time, Agata. <laughs> the love is, is just out. only coming from this direction. Um, <laughs> and it will never come back the other way. But, um, you know, it's it's really cute. Let's watch the video. It's adorable. 
on your screen now. Everybody stick around because we're gonna have some fun and look at this right now. Oh whoa. I found this love, babe. I never felt this real <laughs> I mean, adorable. the cutest oh, thing I've ever seen. I love this. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> what's this? What's this dude's name? Kelly, Kelly Uber Jr. He is the Kelly most Uber beautiful Jr. person in the entire league. I think everybody would agree with that. <laughs> like literally, everybody. He, he's also this perfect combination of physically attractive but also a really nice cool guy mm-hmm. or seemingly a little so. angel. I mean we don't know him but oh, yeah. um, I've seen like, this dude before yeah mm-hmm. I mean he's a good you, follow oh, wow, me. yeah. you follow me so you've seen this dude before <laughs> yeah <laughs> look at those eyes it. you get lost in those eyes see see what you we're do. saying Zay? I yeah. mean show uh, show him show Zig some of these outfits because he's got some of the most iconic <laughs> outfits <laughs> like his draft day suit was oh unbelievable it was very good and he had great shoes oh wow oh wow that's his this is the drip king oh my goodness look at those shoes they're like crystal oh shit (laughs) those are dope i love this dude fashion glasses on yeah i'm 100 behind this guy he's a model basically yeah Um, oh wow drip dripping always i love Um, the suit so yeah we're i mean I'm happy for them. They seem really sweet together. And <laughs> I feel bad because it's like, it's bad enough to where this, wo- this woman gets harassed constantly by yeah. NBA fans who yeah. are like, he's mine. It's like, all right, calm down. <laughs> yeah. Chill out. I think it's bit. important to point out that this episode is actually coming out on Kelly Oubre's birthday, December oh my God. 9th. Happy he's birthday. turning 25. <laughs> The baby. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, God. I'm old as shit. He's so young. <laughs> now, this is so I, I I don't, as I've said a thousand times, I don't follow basketball that much, but I do know that they were sort of like revolutionary for doing their whole like independent bubble, right? Like in the, yeah. in the last season. And right. I've from just I've gathered from Twitter that are they not doing that again this year? What, are no. there some type of controversy? Like what's so, the. So, yeah, the bubble was just for the playoffs last year because they did most of the season before March mm-hmm. and then they took a break and we're like, okay, we're going to do like a little bit more of the season and then we're going to go straight into the playoffs and, in, inside the bubble. Um, mm. And it worked out really well. And then now it's like, it's expensive. I mean, and also they can't yeah. fly every team and every player mm-hmm. to because one place. Because it wasn't all of the teams in the bubble. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was eight teams. teams that weren't in the bubble. And so now they're like, well, we can't do all teams and it would be a whole season, and which really would expensive. be really expensive. Yeah. So they're like, we're not going to do it. But they haven't really. I mean, they don't have. They're they're talking about how they have like plan to so that it's safe. But it's like there is no plan for it to be safe. There's no way that <laughs> like. Yeah. So Woj shared this tweet and said they have a 158 page health and safety guide. Um which we haven't seen it yet, but he just mentions this like <laughs> one thing in there that's about how you can eat at approved restaurants, outdoor dining, or indoor inside of p- fully privatized space. I don't know. It seems like yeah. 
the only reason the bubble worked is that it was so strict and they like right like they (laughs) had to force everyone to comply but now it's like how are you really going to do that you can't yeah not for all these dudes and james harden is going to go to the strip club you cannot stop the man from going (laughs) to the strip club there's a magic city he's going to be there (laughs) yeah (laughs) and uh like so there was this tweet uh, about who how many people are testing positive so far um and so they're testing people regularly or players regularly right now. Mm. And um, there's 24, wait, 48 NBA players have tested positive out of 546. So my question is, are those people who are getting tested staying home? No, probably not. <laughs> no. Right? Yeah. Uh, no, so they're not because they don't have even to. If they're, even if they're testing negative, that doesn't mean between now and, w- and December 11th when pre-season starts, yeah. they're going to be going doing <laughs> shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like there's, yeah, it's a shit show. There's no way it's going to work. And <laughs> yeah. I, My, I'm just like scared for them. Yeah, honestly. I mean, if, if our shithead comedy friends still go out and do things, yeah. millionaire 22 year old athletes are going to go out and do things. <laughs> Exactly. Right. Especially there's there's like players that are actively being like, Kobe's not a big deal. Like, you gotta live your <laughs> life. Uh shout yeah. out to Kyle Kuzma, who is a dipshit. <laughs> also, speaking of James Harden, let's let's look at this. He went to a fucking birthday party for oh, little yeah. baby. <laughs> let's see. Give me a a, a, a Prada bag because he proud of me. Full of honey buns. <laughs> With a honey bun. He gave me a Prada bag because he's proud of me. <laughs> and it's full of honey buns. I like this guy. Give me a part of that because he's proud of me. I love that. I mean, they're all going to catch COVID, but like, I love this dude already. Imagine being in a club during a pandemic with honey buns and a Prada bag. I I respect the game. Literally cannot. Uh, But do you think the inside of the bag is all sticky from the honey bun? (laughs) Like, this is a very one honey bun gets out of its wrapper and it's it's game over. You can tell things are bad because James Harden's beard looks so ragged. Like, that's how you know we're really in a pandemic. Usually keeps that thing like tight, you know? Yeah. He does. He also gave little baby a hundred thousand dollars cash and a watch, and I'm just thinking like, why? Yeah, right. It's it's weird to give someone cash as a present, even though hey, if anyone wants to give me cash, please do. Yeah, please but do. I mean, isn't it yeah, kind of weird? Stop anyone to... from giving me a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it I just feels like a weird I, gift. Yeah, and unmarked bills is what really makes it seem like I uh, like. <laughs> It's going to explode with that pink ink or whatever when he gets home. The Prada bag explodes. <laughs> yeah. His dying words, he gave me a Prada bag because he was proud of me. <laughs> the ink. I really can't overestimate how funny that line is. Like That's, like, that's Shakespearean. He gave me a Prada bag because he's proud of me. I love it. I wonder. I, yeah. I wonder who came up with that. Um, yeah. Has hey. he put it? Is that a rap? Is that like in his songs? Oh, I maybe. Wonder. Who knows? Hmm? I need to do uh, some research. That would make a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it, it's going in now. Maybe it's going to be in one. He, yeah. He's giving yeah. him He's giving him stuff to, like, use for his <laughs> upcoming songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to just chat quickly. We don't have anything 
for this, but the NBA is foregoing marijuana testing for the upcoming season. And oh, wow. you know, J.R. Smith is excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what's the other guy? The guy who got caught with gummy weed gummies? D- Dion Waiters. Yes. Uh, yeah. He got caught with weed gummies flying. Well, he, he didn't get caught with weed gummies. He fucking freaked his shit out on a plane because he was too high. <laughs> <laughs> that is much worse. You're right. <laughs> He, got he did, too he high did the on classic gummy. thing where he ate a gummy and was like, I'm dying. I need to go to the hospital right now. He's like, is my heart beating too fast? Yeah, I can feel it. It's like, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Um, <laughs> but I, I, you know, I'm good. I'm glad that they're foregoing testing. This is great. Yeah. They should mm-hmm. never test again for marijuana. But yeah. why do you think they're doing Like, it's kind of weird to do it now. Maybe it's well, isn't yeah. to there, limit contact or isn't there just I well wasn't there like a bill passed or something where they're like oh uh, there was some f- federal I mean I yeah. I really just literally just skimmed it on Twitter but I think there is a pass to discriminate discrim- decriminalize it in a, on the federal level yeah I think yeah, went through exactly. like yesterday I think um so maybe that but I think Anastasia is on the right track that also you don't want a bunch of just dudes passing around weed and coughing in the same room. So maybe that's uh, another reason that they wanted to decriminalize it. I mean, who knows if they're like, it's, did they release that before yesterday though? It seems like it's, it was like timed the same. I don't know if that was just coincidence or if like it's all connected. Did they get a heads up? All of their friends in Congress were like, Hey, (laughs) smoke up. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's just like, well, also, drug testing costs a lot of money. So maybe they're like, we have to spend yeah. all this money on COVID testing. We'll take mm-hmm. it from there. <laughs> and we're know. only going to test for one thing right now. <laughs> yeah, one test at a time. <laughs> but it's good news um, for yeah. the NBA, for the country. Yeah, release everyone who's in jail on weed charges. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> yeah, get them free. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for real. All right. And I think the last thing I just wanted to talk about was... so. Russell Westbrook got traded to the Wizards like in the middle of the night. I don't think anyone <laughs> saw it coming. It was very like everybody was shocked by it. Um, and now John Wall's uh, on the Rockets. It's going to be interesting, I think, for both of them. Yeah, I mean, John Wall was drafted by the Wizards. He's only ever played for the Wizards. This is his first time being traded. Probably hurts, uh, you know? Yeah, I will. I think <laughs> he's actually probably excited because the Wizards haven't been they good suck. for a bit. Yeah. And so I think he's probably ready for a change. But, and he's been injured so much, like in the last couple of years. Uh, Michael Jordan owns the Wizards. Is that? Yeah. Th- all right. I got that base. All right. right, all, right. Nice. all right. I know a little bit. I know, I know what I'm doing over here. Nice. Yeah. yeah so, I also also know that they're a trash team, right? Like they don't, they don't yeah, really show up for the, yeah. They're really bad. And it's like, I would be scared if Michael Jordan was around to yell at me because I'm bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He seems like a very scary dude to be around when you're disappointing him. Yeah. For real. Do you but think then, he ever just wants to like jump into the game? I'm sure. sure. Oh, I think, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he's probably like tied down to that bench. Like, I've only watched that documentary, but it seems like a dude that enjoys competition to an unhealthy degree. Definitely. I, I mean, I bet yeah, for sure they had to 
talk. They probably seat him, you know, a couple <laughs> rows back. Yeah, he sedated. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he also parties with like his players and stuff too. So oh, I mean, wow. yeah, when you're on videos. his good side, it's great. When you're on his bad side, I'm sure it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> you get spanked <laughs> after the yeah. game <laughs> on the bus home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, let's talk about the show we watched today. Wait, uh, before we do that, yeah. I just want to say um, Michael Jordan owns the Hornets, so you don't have to email <laughs> us. Okay. Oh, okay. We know that now. He was <laughs> on the Wizards. I was actually yeah. about, I was thinking Maybe that. I was like, doesn't yeah. he own the Hornets? But I was like, I must be wrong. No, he played, hey, you know you're right. He played for the Wizards after he came out of retirement. He yes. owns the Hornets. Please don't yeah, email you know what, guys, us about uh, it, I continue saying I don't know anything about basketball <laughs> and I'm continuing to prove myself correct. Yeah, and we didn't correct him because we're nice, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not because we didn't know. <laughs> so, today we watched The Office Season 1, Episode 5 from April 19th, 2005, titled basketball let's get into the show <laughs> monkey <laughs> so that's from the uk office but we watched the u.s office but you <laughs> gotta throw a monkey in himself um anytime anyone says the words the office he does the monkey monkey noise monkey. Um, which if you're not familiar uh david brett from the uk office um is giving a tour of the office to someone points at a stuffed monkey and says monkey monkey <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh boy which uh, is very cringy uh and makes no sense and <laughs> it's part it's part of our daily lives now um yeah. Zig, so, why did you want to watch this? Have you seen the? Have you seen uh, this episode I, before? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a pretty uh, hot comedy take, and that's that I think The Office is funny, uh, and like I really loved it as uh, like when it first came out, and I was in like high school. But mm-hmm. like you asked me to be on the show, and I was like, well, I don't know anything about basketball. But then you offered graciously, to be like, hey, we can do anything that's tangibly basketball related. Yeah. It's like, oh, great. Well, this is a show that I really loved. This is an episode that I think is really funny, and it's also about basketball. And it has one of my uh, favorite gags that no one really comments on. It's when they all sort of like start uh, at the scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Line. I don't know, whatever the, whatever the word is. And you see Dwight in uh, a t-shirt that says World Anime Expo. Yeah. <laughs> and it has like a little anime lady, cat lady on it. And as a kid, I lost my shit. And watching it now, I forgot that he had that on. And I laughed even harder uh, when I watching it. So like that's the main reason I picked this episode of The Office. I wow. made a note of that because I was like... <laughs> This is the coolest, like, to make a good d- TV show, these are the mm-hmm. kinds of details, yeah. you know, that you need. And yeah. him wearing a <laughs> World Anime Expo, <laughs> I think it's like Philadelphia 2002, or I think, let me see, <laughs> yeah. I wrote it down. It really informed you so much about what the kind of guy <laughs> Dwight is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I agree with you in the sense that, like, I loved it in high school. I watched... I watched it religiously, but like, I, yeah, I mean, I think there's been kind of like now people talk about how much it sucks and I'm like, well, I don't think it sucks. Uh, I think it just became a thing that like everybody watched and like, yeah. and then all the lame I mean, people, I, I, all the lame people, you know, love it. And then it's like kind of ruined <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. It's also what 15 years old now, I guess at this point, if it came yeah. out in 2005. So like, 
yeah, I, I would say comedy has progressed in the past 15 years uh, since this network television show come out came out. Um, I will say another thing that I really enjoyed about it is that like uh, the off like so we'll, we'll say Michael's team and the warehouse team. So like Michael's team was about as good as my elementary school basketball team was <laughs> as far as like there was one player who was like really good, which was Jim. Everybody else was just like shit. Was like shit and garbage. Like I could really relate on that level. Like when um when uh what's his name was it Stanley? Yeah, yeah. Like the way that he would like do defense was like very very close to how I would I would also do defense with like these high ass dribbles with like my hand stuck out behind my back trying to like back up on an appointment. So in Him many ways, I saw myself. Was so so and the, the first time he dribbles and Michael's like, oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I, I, I see uh I see my lo- I see a lot of representation and representation matters when I see Stanley being <laughs> terrible at basketball. Uh I I was a big fan of the office when it was on TV, but I have to confess something. That I have never, ever, even since it's been on streaming, watched past season four. And Mm. I always try. It really got bad. And I can't. And so I just quit during season four for all the good memories. (laughs) I think I I I quit right around that time, too. I've, I've seen it all, but there's definitely like a point where it's just like you're falling off a cliff and it's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) And then they're like, let's make a couple more seasons. And I think that also kind of, that affects the way that people feel about the show overall, because it turned into something that kind of was a bummer by the end of it. It's like, (laughs) it's like, it's kind of like, I mean, it happens on a lot of shows because, yeah, you know, it's hard to be funny for like nine seasons. Like that's really, really difficult. Yeah, and like capturing the voice and like what's funny about it, like that gets harder and harder. I think as as like mm. more time goes on, yeah. I think British TV kind of does it right in the way yeah. that they'll do like two to three seasons, and that's kind of it. Yeah, yeah, a um, couple of Christmas specials. Yeah, a couple of specials. <laughs> Six episodes a season, and you're done. It's great. You're in and yeah. out. You exactly. want more. It's And I feel yeah. that way about Shit's Creek, too, where they were like, we're ending it because we don't want to be like that. And it's like, I respect yeah. it. People want yeah. more, but like, you're not just, you know, turning it out because you can. You want it to be good. <laughs> yeah. Also, maybe this sense of humor where it's like a horrible person laughing at a horrible person like maybe that's not gonna hold up well like yeah, yeah. maybe you know young kids now are like i don't want to sympathize with a racist <laughs> yeah. dude yeah <laughs> i uh, i forgot how how truly awful michael was in this show because i haven't seen it in 15 years but yes. I'm like not only is he is like is he like a very thin like thinly veiled racist and sect is he's also like homophobic like yes. everything that you don't want to like in a protagonist michael has and you're like if this was not Steve Carell, I don't know if I would be that endeared to watching him like For waste sure. someone's afternoon, <laughs> waste a bunch of people's <laughs> afternoon and bully right. his employees. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It, it, yeah. It, I think we're all kind of in the same boat because it's been a long time since I've seen it as well. And I'm like, wow, some of this shit did not age well at all. And it's like, <laughs> I know that's part of the joke. I feel that way watching the UK one too. There's some just a very weird shit going on in the, in the UK version. Yeah. It's like, this was like 20 years ago or whatever. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Maybe I just can't enjoy things that I loved that much 
now. I mean, I think it was necessary at the time to be like, we're laughing at someone being horrible. Like, isn't this bad? Yeah. But I just think we've progressed past that where it's like. Yeah. I think also a lot of it was, you know, everyone. I mean, this is sounds such a platitude now, but everyone had that boss or had that dude in the office when yeah. like you worked like shitty office jobs and you're like, right. does no one like, how, how does this person so oblivious they don't see that they're objectively the most toxic person in the office, even though they think that they're a nice person. So like, I definitely could yes. see how like that would have, there was like a wide appeal to that being like, oh, finally, someone's making fun of this type of like worker bee. For uh, sure. But this, yeah. But also having spent the past four years in a living hell, I don't know if we need another, like, uh, I don't know if, I think maybe our uh, our ability to sympathize with bad people has sort of been tapped out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We just want some nice, wholesome people. You're right. For sure. I think uh, this episode also is, this is episode five of the first season, and I mm-hmm. believe it's the last episode of Balding Steve Carell. <laughs> yeah, I was noticing that. Yeah, he got some yeah. hair plugs in between this episode. Because <laughs> I watched so the next, ep- the sixth episode, and I'm like, wow, he lost a lot of weight and gained a bunch of hair. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. That's crazy that that happened to him. Yeah, there's a market difference. Yeah. <laughs> he lost weight and it turned into hair. <laughs> it turned into hair. He's on an all, all mango diet. That'll, that'll hook you up. That's how you exactly. do it. Now, I have a question for, I don't know, you guys may have covered it on other episodes, but did either of you play like sports when you were kids or, or or anything like that? Were there any like intramural sports going on? Yeah, I I played soccer for a while um, until one day I showed up for my game and my coach was like, "You can't play. You're you haven't been at any of the practices." But it was because <laughs> <laughs> it was because my mom didn't feel like taking me to practice, so. <laughs> He was like, "You have to sit it out," and I started crying. And then he was, and then I told my mom I never wanted to play again. So uh, it's kind of the end of sports. Oh, I did, I did dance. That doesn't really count as sports, right? Yeah, it's a sport. Sure, you yeah. got a team. Okay, yeah, I did jazz and ballet. <laughs> jazz. Oh. I don't know why they call it jazz. It's dancing to like Britney Spears and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I thought yeah, you were saying toxic while you're playing it while you're yeah. dancing. <laughs> Literally, like. Yeah, I did a like performance to Toxic. <laughs> I, was oh, yeah. Im- I was imagining more of a, a street dance crew situation. <laughs> oh yeah, the Jaguars versus the the Wolves oh, or whatever. <laughs> I got I got a leather jacket and switchblade knife. <laughs> I should. Um, I played volleyball. Like I played club volleyball in middle school, and then played for my high school team, mm-hmm. and then. Um, I actually lettered in, I was like varsity in badminton. Oh, hell yeah. Now we're talking. <laughs> I played badminton. I got, I didn't buy the jacket because the letterman jacket was very expensive. Yeah. And I couldn't afford it, but I still have my, my letter for it. So. Oh, fuck yeah. Nice. Love to see that. <laughs> and then after high school, I quit sports altogether. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that me too. I, I played tennis. I, I played tennis my senior year of, High school, and then I never touched another sport since then. Yeah. yeah. It's not for me. Uh, be, yeah. I think also because we were literally the worst team in the county, like we won one game in like four years. So I was like, oh, well, I, I can't take this humiliation anymore. I'm, I think I'm out the game. <laughs> I think I'm, hang, I'm laying down my racket. Like, why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> yeah. What's the point? That does sound like torture. 
So as we've essentially already talked about it. The, as the whole <laughs> premise of this game is that the sales team and the warehouse team are playing mm-hmm. basketball against each other at lunch. And to make it interesting, uh, <laughs> the, I, I can't remember they make a who bet. it was. They make a bet. And yeah. the at first, it's uh, by, by dinner at Farley's. Farley's or something. Yeah, yeah. It's really <laughs> all then, Michael's, Michael's doing. Like, he really undoes everyone in the office. Like, you know, like you're saying, like, he's like, all right, I'll, we'll do a bet. We'll make a fun bet. Um, we'll go to Farley's or whatever. And then, like, he insults Craig Robinson and, like, starts doing, like, a chicken dance thing. He's like, all right, let's have someone... Come in for the weekend. Yeah, and Craig's like, no, no one wants to do that. That's not fun at all. (laughs) So he's like, well, whoever loses works on Saturday. Yeah. Um, Which is weird to think about because their their jobs are very different. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah, it doesn't really make any sense when you think about it because it's like they set it up earlier in the episode where they're like, Jan called and we got it. Someone's going to be here on Saturday. And it's like, to do what? Just to be there? Because right. they can't do the same job. <laughs> yeah, Jen's like, talking that with a warehouse crew. Yeah, it's so it. Yeah, so it's maybe one of those like it's just a plot device. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I mean, right, we, yeah, we just it's just like these two a week. Play. A week, like let's just make this make sense, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Which I one hundred percent am behind. Yeah, uh, <laughs> same. Sometimes you just got to stitch it together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then there's also this subplot happening of this is this is the will they won't they era of Jim and Pam. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> forgot about that. I, I for, yeah, I forgot that their whole thing was like Jim is going to actively break up their engagement. Like, that right? Was his- yeah, like he's just. He's just all he's there. He's pissing off her fiance by like constantly <laughs> weaseling in. Um, yeah. And like, I mean, it's kind of a shitty. They're they're both kind of being shitty, like yeah, to her yeah. fiance. You know, like he's not really doing anything to deserve the way he's being. He's treated. a shitty fiance, but sure, just break up with him. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like yeah, it's it's <laughs> weird. Was- it's fun. Yeah, I was thinking about that like after I finished, like just like as like a 33-year-old man. Now I'm like, can you imagine how toxic that office would be if like some dude broke up the rece- <laughs> broke up like the marriage between the receptionist and a dude that works in the warehouse? Like just like how bad that would look and how impossible it would be to get work done in that place. I know. Yeah, and I you know. Would, and they had you to would like, talk about it for ages. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they had to like get rid of them. Well, I guess he was stuck around for a while, right? They just didn't show him much. He definitely, he left the show after they got together or like was written off the show, but they made it so that he was super toxic. Like he like Mm. tried to beat up Jim and then like got drunk and destroyed um, poor Richards, the bar they always go to. (laughs) I don't remember that. I don't know why I know the name of poor Richards, but... I, I'll say maybe beating up Jim may have been justified for someone trying to break up your marriage, but destroying <laughs> poor Jim's like, what did they do? Yeah. Innocent don't, by, innocent, don't hurt innocent our bar. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is also the height of uh, Michael Scott wants to have sex with Ryan, the temp. <laughs> oh yeah. There's, There's very so inappropriate jokes. vibes happening there, which is like, uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Michael's the king of having inappropriate relationships with everyone around him. Like there's (laughs) there's not one healthy relationship between him and his employees. Like the way he talks to Pam is disgusting, which we all know. When she, when she was, when he like pelts her with a piece of paper and she's like, don't throw trash at me. (laughs) Yeah. That's a wildly, that's a crazy thing to do. Yeah. And when he's like, will you put on a little, like, (laughs) will you put on a little outfit and cheerlead for us? Like, (laughs) yeah. Like, good God. And Phyllis is like, I'll do it. He's like, ew, no. I was like, oh God. (laughs) <laughs> also like the you know a huge part of this is that michael picks people who don't play basketball well and leaves off kevin and phyllis who both do play basketball well yeah uh but he just thinks that they can't right yeah mm-hmm. um so i guess that's part of the humor of it the hijinks <laughs> yeah this the scene of kevin just making like bucket after bucket is very yeah. funny it's like oh, how that actor that? legit can shoot yeah he's got a wet ball too he's just like sinking him <laughs> and jim was like really had some good moves like he was yeah he clearly I, the actor clearly plays basketball or did yeah i i feel like i read somewhere maybe i saw something that he may have played in like college like a little bit i think mm. i think that the, whatever it was what's the real actor's name uh i can't even remember, yeah, I can't remember. Uh, Jimmy uh, john krasinski yeah john krasinski before he became a cia cia operative he uh <laughs> played college basketball i think so i think that's what really played to his strength being able to actually cross up roy yeah that was impressive they you know they showed they showed like the ball going in they didn't cut to the ball going in you know yeah. um and then dwight was wearing the rip hamilton face guard which was uh, really funny yeah i respect i've been there before um <laughs> like, honestly like water all over it <laughs> <laughs> i hate to say how much i saw myself between stanley and dwight between <laughs> the bad dribbling and like the the face guard and liking anime like it's it was really a, a lot of self-reflection going on when i was watching that episode an anime nerd who's playing. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I will say I don't have any anime shirts. That's what keeps me. Uh, that's what makes me a day walker. I, I have a couple anime shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I want one. Hey, no shame. I mean, they're cool looking. Oh, that's but... good. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. I, I would definitely have cool anime shirts. I, actually, this is a lie. I just bought a uh, Elon Omar for Congress shirt when she's like dressed up next to like a giant Gundam. So like I can't even pretend like I don't. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> God, what what if we had Gundams? <laughs> oh boy, look, we can be here what for five if? hours me yelling about this. Yeah. <laughs> what if we did a Gundam on every corner, a laser rifle in every home? Sign me up, man. Yeah, this is be your great. pitch to be the next president. <laughs> yeah, please. I will invest in technology. For me, only me. I'm the only one that will have one. That'll be rad as hell. Um. So, in the end, Michael cheats. Of course, he's like he does this our- classic move of like tr- trying to end the game right when he's ahead, and then being like, "Well, guess whoever was ahead." Wins. I also like I like how he completely threw that one dude under the bus. He's like, <laughs> like the nicest was, guy. Yeah, so egregiously foul that he was like. I have, he was doing some nice soccer acting, to be honest with you. Like he's like, "Oh, we have to like." Yeah, I am so like injured the fake, like, that we have, 
Yeah. <laughs> like Ooh, grabbing like we his have knee. to end the game because of this man. Because of this man's <laughs> actions, we have to end. <laughs> and he's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do <laughs> I was just putting my elbow up. Michael Scott's a great scumbag. <laughs> yeah. He's, oh, God. He, I feel like he is really good in that role, which I know is a <laughs> wild thing to say. <laughs> yeah. But he's hey, got, you got those he, hot takes. Come, yeah. shoot those hot takes, Agata. Yeah, yeah. Sorry if I upset anyone. I thought Michael's this is going to be a very good. controversial <laughs> episode. They're going to be like, yeah, "Wait, I'm sorry, Office guys. I came in with this heat." Michael yeah. Scott, <laughs> the Michael man Jordan act. owns the Wizards. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> Gabe, can you oh, bleep God, all those we're out? We're never going to live that down. <laughs> um. So, and then he's like, oh, I guess you warehouse guys have to work tomorrow. <laughs> and they just essentially <laughs> muscle <laughs> him. Yeah. And oh, I forgot Patrice O'Neill uh, was on this show. Um, yeah. I forgot he beginning. was in that show too. Yeah. Um, and rest he's in one, peace. Yeah. Rest in peace, Patrice. He, he's one of the um, warehouse guys, Lonnie. And it seems, I mean, from an acting standpoint, it seems like such a great gig. You show up, you sit down. You do a cool handshake with Craig Robertson, and then you say one line, and you're done. You get your check for the day. I love to see that. And you get the the residuals. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. Every time that episode's played on TV, which I'm sure is all yeah. the time. <laughs> um, it's it was a cool handshake that him and Craig Robinson <laughs> did. I forgot about that. I uh, I also love. I mean, I mean, I'm, I hate to say it, I love every jo- every single joke, but like. When he when uh, Michael Scott tries to do that same dance with uh, Jim or whoever makes the basket and like he just like leaves him and it's just him dancing like this by himself, <laughs> perfect chef's kiss. Ooh, love that. That was really funny. <laughs> um, I guess I guess the moral of the story is it's still funny. <laughs> we still yeah. like Michael it. Michael Scott's I, a terrible person. It's still yeah. a great show. I legit laughed so hard throughout yeah. this episode. <laughs> I like, did too. And I've seen it a bunch of times. It's yeah. not like I had this DVD, one of the first DVDs I ever <laughs> got, season one. I had season it one and two of The Office. <laughs> still busses me up. So, yeah. you know, that being said, hey, uh, hey, teens, <laughs> if you think The Office is bad, maybe give season one a chance, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, I have a question that may that may be stupid, but if you had to put together your own team, like an NBA Jam two-on-two team mm. of characters from The Office, who, who are you putting together? Two-on-two. Mm. Two. Yeah. <sighs> I guess... Do they have to be good at basketball? <laughs> no, whoever you want, whoever your whatever your heart says is the right answer. I love um, Mindy Kaling in the Office. I always thought mm-hmm. her character was really funny, um, so I would probably put her on there. Mm-hmm. I would have to put Jim and Pam. I think. Mm, yeah, of course. You got to do a duo. Yeah, you got to do that. And then Toby <laughs> <laughs> gets yelled off the court. Yeah. <laughs> One of the lines that always sticks in my head, and I'm going to fuck it up, but it's when Michael goes, um, I, fuck, he's like, oh, I, I hate. So much about the things you choose to be. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think about that line all the time. <laughs> Don't know why. But anyways, yeah. that's, that's my two on two. Strong team. I got it. Who you got? Um... I guess I'm going to go with, I mean, Stanley makes me laugh the most. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like when he's like, 
that episode where they go to Miami. He's like having the time of his life and he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, this is my element. Yeah. That, I just love him. Um, mm-hmm. And then I would go with Michael. Yeah. Got gotta to go with Michael. Um, <laughs> and I like Mindy too. Okay. We got a strong team going. Mindy and Ryan force them to be together. That's great. Yeah, that's a good team. Yeah. Okay. What uh, about you? I think, I think I'm doing, I'm going to do Phyllis and Kevin. I think they're make a powerful team. Um, I'm, I think Phyllis probably got a wet ass ball too. We didn't get to see it, but I believe she got that jump. I think she got yeah. the J. Um, those two against the defensive powerhouse of Stanley. And <laughs> you know what? I want to, I, I want to say Angela. I, I mean, I feel mm. like she has some fury in her that we don't see, but like, I would like to see her get on the porch. She's probably breaking some legs. She's probably got some, oh, some yeah. like a- and one going on. Um, I think we'd probably, it'll she'd definitely be, be a hundred point game. Yeah. She'd be in your face. She plays, uh, she'd be good at defense. Plays tough. Yeah. Yeah. That's for my sure. Team. Great team. Gabe, Thank do you, you. want to make a team? Uh, okay. So one of my teams is definitely David Brent and Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I guess the other one is going to be what, uh, Martin, what's that guy's name? Martin, um, which one, you know, yeah, the, the Hobbit, the main guy, the yeah, Hobbit Tim. and <laughs> the main guy. Yeah. Um, I forget his name, the Hobbit, Bilbo mm-hmm. and, um, Bilbo? I'm not following. Yeah. He was Bilbo in the Hobbit prequels. Oh, Martin Freeman. Martin yeah, Freeman. There we yeah. go. <laughs> Him, oh. whatever his <laughs> character's name is, and uh, like the Kevin equivalent. They had like a Kevin equivalent <laughs> who dressed as Ali G. The his original Kevin. Kevin. Mean. The original yeah. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin in it. I think that was his name. Kevin in it. Oi. Oi. One of my favorite scenes of that were just like on a real ramble. One of my favorite all time office scenes is just when Kevin is carrying that pot of chili and he <laughs> drops it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's so, so funny. Oh God. It looks so gross too. Like a hot pot of doo doo. Yeah. <laughs> He's like rolling around in it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the best cold open. <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. I'm gonna, I'm literally going to watch that when we finish recording. Just that cold. I'm going to send everyone a, uh, the YouTube clip because I watch it all the time and it makes me laugh. Oh fuck, that's time. funny. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay, we got to give out so, some donkeys. <laughs> yeah, let's give yeah. out some donkeys. Donkeys. So I do want to point out that Gabe put the Dundies in the Google Doc and then crossed it out and put Dunkies. Yeah, classic Chili's episode of The Office. Yes, one of the many Chili's episodes. Man, the Doughboys are going to steal our thing and do an episode of The Office for one of their episodes. Um, All right, so the the Dunkies are awards that we give out for arbitrary categories that we make up on the spot. Could be anything at all in the episode that you liked or maybe very much disliked. Um, And we usually give out most points. So that's got to go to the sales team. The sales. (laughs) Well, I feel like it's got to go to the warehouse team. 
Well, I but don't know. But the sales team literally had most points when they finished. You're right. You're right. You're right. That is true. You're right. I, technicality. Yeah, I, I'll say. You know, I'm I'm with the sales team. I will. I'm. You know, I'll stick up for the working man by saying. I think the warehouse was the most gracious in defeat, even though they did threaten to beat up Michael. Um, <laughs> but I think all things considered, they were gracious hosts and gracious losers. Well, let's give them the most gracious hosts award. Most yeah. gracious losers. Hosts and losers. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give um, most awkward moment is when... Pam's doing the tip off. She's like throwing the ball up. And mm. right before she does it, Roy says, better send it my way or sleep it on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought that this is so horrible. Like <laughs> I didn't laugh at that moment. I was like, this is very awkward, yeah. but very real. Yeah. Uh, I'll say, can I give it a word for best dressed? Yes. Yeah. Um, I got to give it out to my boy Dwight for the goggles and the anime expert expo 2002 shirt. Um, <laughs> he came through dripping. I just think the other team was so shocked by his wares that he couldn't, uh, they, they just couldn't uh, come together and, and win it in the end. Yeah. They just had like t-shirts with no sleeves on. <laughs> yeah. um, it's like that. What's that? I want to give, um, weirdest moment to when <laughs> Dwight just took his shirt off and said, we'll be <laughs> That was great. <laughs> Everybody <Yeah>. groaned. <laughs> uh, Gabe, do you have a donkey you want to give out? Definitely. Uh, I want to give uh, best podcast hosted by two ladies talking about The Office uh, to Dunktown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, In we're your coming face, for you. office ladies. Yeah. <laughs> wow, they're going to be pissed when they hear about this. Where they start, where they pivot to a basketball podcast? Oh, oh shit! Yeah. We will. Ooh, I, we cut should listen them to down. their. We should listen to their episode about this episode, and then have another episode <laughs> yeah. about it. <laughs> Wow. That'd be a good two on two. Yeah. You guys against the office ladies. Oh, Oh, you should. Yeah. I'll make a challenge them. (laughs) I'll set it up. I'll get them. I'll I'll send you guys their email. You guys can correspond and see. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You still got it in your Rolodex. Yeah, I still got it. (laughs) You still got a Rolodex? (laughs) Yeah, it's right here. It's just off screen, but it's huge. It's so big. It's like a thousand note cards in this thing. Um,. I'll give MVP to Stanley. <laughs> oh, yeah. Always. Every he tr- episode. He tried. <laughs> you know what? He had a nice, like, I liked his windbreaker, too. Like, the fact that he thought that he was going to be traveling so fast that he would need to break the wind <laughs> with his jacket, you know. <laughs> Love um, to see it. And I guess I have to give best shooting to Kevin. I mean, he mm-hmm. he impressed me. I, th- I thought I was it. looking at Steph Curry out there. Yeah, I mean, for real. If this was uh, an NBA jam, he would technically be on fire from downtown. So um, <laughs> I got to give it up for that. <laughs> All right. Any more donkeys? Uh, let me calculate this. Let's see. It looks like.
It's got to go to Dwight. He's the only one that got two. <laughs> <laughs> love to love right. to see it. He doesn't need this power, but uh, I like yeah. to see that that he's uh, he's winning something out there. Congratulations! <laughs> this actually yeah. reminds me of uh, when he wins the Salesman of the Year award and then just does Mussolini's speech at the awards <laughs> ceremony. <laughs> yeah, with a lot of hand gesturing and pounding yeah. the table. <laughs> and it, the crowd goes wild. They love it. Uh, great episode. Uh, I'm so going to rewatch congrats. Dolphus now. <laughs> yeah. Congrats, Dwight. You won the donkeys. Yeah. I'm shout sure out he's to be, you, Dwight. He's sure he'll be excited when he hears about this. Yeah. He's turning up on that beet farm right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into our mail basket. You got Today, we have an email from Allison. Allison says, hi, Anastasia Nagata. Hey, from Hawaii. I just wanted to tell you how much I love Dunktown. As a teenage girl and a relatively new NBA fan, this was the perfect podcast for me. My dad and I have been watching backstage Lakers for about four years, but I never got into actually watching basketball until this year in the bubble. My favorite team is the Lakers. Sorry, (laughs) but honestly, (laughs) I like all the teams. I really like how Dunktown is funny, cute, and doesn't have a lot of analytical stuff. Your podcast never fails to put a smile on my face, and I look forward to new episodes every week. Much love to you guys. Really appreciate what you're doing. Allison, P.S. I'm sure you guys have heard by now, but the Memphis Zoo named a baby giraffe, Giraffe after Ja Morant. Love it. Oh, we know. We know that we giraffe. Know all, we know all about the giraffe, of course. Uh, heavily covered. Yeah, their fingers on the pulse over here. <laughs> um, love this email. I love that teens are emailing yes. us. Um, you, if you guys when listen you to the show. When you have teen fans, you <laughs> know you're hot. Like, yeah. so you know yeah. you're trending. got legs. Yeah. I, all quadrants exactly. are covered. I love it. Like, Gen Z is out here listening to us and we're it's influencing K-pop, them and then it's us yeah, <laughs> yeah i want to see the the, the ducktown stands i want to see them take over twitter hashtags of problematic things yes, yes please, please uh, submit us for streamies or whatever we can win <laughs> if we have the power of gen z um no but i love i love this email so much did you hear about those teens that like there was a a sheriff's department that was asking for videos of protesters and a bunch of teens just sent k-pop videos to their (laughs) (laughs) website it was amazing so yeah teens can do anything videos um we love we love hearing about our uh lady listeners as well that's always fun when when we hear from you guys so Thank you so much. Um, and no need to apologize for being a Lakers fan. They're yeah, good. Yeah, we don't care. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're great. Yeah. Uh, they're fun to watch. Also, I've never heard of Backstage Lakers, but we will have to watch that for an episode sometime. We'll check it out. Yeah. Um, thank you, Allison. If you guys want to email us, you can email us at hiadunk.town or leave a message on our cutie hotline, 903-420-DUNK. Tell us about what your favorite teams, players, anything is anything that's happening in your life at all we will read it um <laughs> thank you zig for being here is there anything you'd like to plug uh, thanks for having me uh you know all social media yay for zig um if you're into anime and you're not dwight Schrute, i host a very fun podcast called the dark we with my homie birdie reed uh we just talk nerd stuff comic books manga anime video games whatever with usually uh people of color and it's a fun therapeutic outlet for me to geek out with uh, my BFF, Brody. Uh, listen to that. Awesome. Nice. Anastasia, is there anything you want to plug? There is. I want to plug How To with John Wilson on HBO. It's kind of a documentary 
style show, but it's uh, along the lines of like Nathan for you or Louis Theroux through and kind of also has like a Joe Para vibe. If you haven't checked it out already, I highly recommend it. Um, and if you don't have HBO, you can still enjoy John Wilson's work. He at his website, johnsmovies.com. Uh, he puts his little short films up there as well. And it's so funny. I honestly like haven't laughed at anything new as much as I've <laughs> laughed at this. So I just want yeah, I just watched it too. It's very, very funny. And then there's a video on YouTube of Nathan Fielder and John Wilson, like <laughs> that you gotta after you watch the show, you have to watch it because it's like <laughs> it's like it's the a, perfect well, like after after show <laughs> we'll put it's, a link to that yeah. in uh the show notes so it's super funny nathan fielder honestly one of my like I, he's just amazing he's so yeah. funny anything yeah. he does i want to watch it and he produced how to with john wilson so inspirational yeah uh agata do you have anything you want to plug yeah i want to plug um making a big batch of cookie dough which i did recently <laughs> um i don't often do it but i made some chocolate chip potato chip cookie dough and i um i did an experiment where i let it like chill for one hour because i obviously have to eat cookies the same day i make dough but you're supposed to let it chill ideally for like three days and so i was like does that really make a difference so I just would like make a few cookies every day and taste test them and see if it made a difference. And it really, unfortunately, did make a huge difference <laughs> <laughs> the longer it was in the fridge. And then I put a bunch of it in the freezer, too, because there was a lot. Um, but I feel like ma- I like a fresh baked cookie, so I'm not going to mm-hmm. bake like all the cookies at once and then just be yeah. eating cookies. Like I'd rather bake a couple of cookies every day and then I could give I gave some to Anastasia I gave some to my other friends um, some of the dough balls so then they could make it whatever they wanted and have fresh cookies it's like a great wow. thing to give I'm out what I'm hearing yeah I cooked it I baked them the day I for I guess they had been in the fridge for 24 hours mm-hmm. and they were super good but you know who knows yeah. if I had left them longer. Right, it, the longer you leave mm. the dough, the better it is. Like I, I just made the last of it yesterday, and it was like by far the best. Like, like it was all like caramelly. Like, oh my I don't goodness! Even know how to where, where, where did you stumble? Up? Is this a is this an Agata original recipe, or did you get this from <laughs> another another place? Um, I, I I'll have to find it. I'll put the link. Um, and then I oh, I please. threw the ruffles in. It wasn't part of the recipe, but I like. Potato I mean, I love that you're free. That's jazz. Yeah. You know, I like that Impro- improvisation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, I'm getting a little jazzy with it. Yeah. I have to say the Toll House like bag recipe of chocolate chip cookies is super good. And uh, you can make slight variations on that and make it even better. But if anyone wants just like a basic recipe, yeah. the Toll House cookie it's or good. chocolate chip bag. And what? And another way you can take you can take it up to the next level is by browning the butter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh shit! Dave's made those before. It's fucking wow. good. Yeah, I love um, this. Yeah, so <laughs> check it out. I'll post the recipe I used, um, and you guys can 
check it out if you want to. Um, thanks to all of you for listening and coming on this journey with us. As always, <laughs> we love you. Love you. Bye. 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 For more Dunktown content, check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Dunktown. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. I'm on Twitter at echo underscore mint and on Instagram at Agata Monica. Anastasia is on both at Anastasia Vigo. Check out our website, dunk.town. If you like the show, please write us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen. We always really appreciate those. We have t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, and more available for sale at dunk.town slash store. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas for the Dunktown design. And thank you to Andrew Bear for our original music for the show. Sources and references from this episode can be found in the episode description. Mm-hmm.